Hey y'all, it's me, Maggie, and we're back with Metaphysical AF. How are you? How is the new year treating you? I know it's winter, but just because it's winter doesn't mean that you have to hibernate or go into, you know, some kind of stasis. Fun fact, did you know that when a bear is hibernating, it's also having a child sometimes? Yes, the bear gives birth during the winter, during hibernation, and nurses the child while it's hibernating. So no, despite what you may see on social media, there's a lot of misinformation around just because it's winter here doesn't mean that it's winter everywhere. If you're listening to this and you're in the Southern Hemisphere, you know exactly that this is not the time to stop being creative, to stop doing your inspired action. Do what feels right for you and stop taking in so much information on social media of course, you can take information in from this podcast because, you know, <laughs> that's what I'm here for. Welcome back to part two of the episode with Allie. We are talking with Alethea from Human Spirit Project, and we are continuing our talk about the Dragon Guides. Now, this last episode, if you didn't listen to it, you have to go back and listen to the first episode or this episode will not make any sense to you. So please jump back to the episode right before this and listen to part one before jumping into part two. And before we jump into part two, I'm going to give you a little reading and tell you about something crazy that happened to me the other day. Okay, so a few days ago, it was my mother's birthday. And typically now, since my mother is non-physical, I do different things for her depending on what I feel during that time. So this year, it's been eight years since she passed away. So it was her 76th birthday this year. I texted my brother. I told him, you know, happy mom's birthday. And we talked back and forth. He said she was definitely going to be a topic of discussion that day in his therapy session. And I sent him an old photo that I found, an old driver's license of hers that I found from her old photo album. And over the past few days, I was really thinking about how I don't have anything of hers unless I got it from her before she went to the nursing home. And it made me really sad and it made me really angry because I didn't have these things that I wanted to have for for reasons that we just won't go into, family drama. So I was in my feelings about it, so I decided to write her a letter on her birthday, make a little altar in my studio here. And long story short, I was incapacitated for the rest of the day. <laughs> I don't know what I did. I created this altar for her. I put her photos around it of her when she was younger, her when she was older, and just really created this beautiful, beautiful altar that I did send to a couple of my friends. And I then I created a playlist for her that I of songs that I always attributed to her when I was little. I used to wake up and listen to CMT in the morning and she was always playing country music videos. So I made an old playlist that you can show you can find it all. Maybe I'll share it in the show notes, but it's just old country music like Randy Travis and Trisha Yearwood and Jody Messina 
all these amazing you know songs from the 90s and you know the early 90s that just resonated with us all so much that we love the guy who does the creepy cringy lyric series on tiktok shout out to him because he's the one who (laughs) inspired me to be like oh my god i remember all of these songs and i'm gonna go back and listen to them and so i put them in a playlist for her and i wrote her a really nice letter and i burned this incense and as soon as the incense was done burning i started to do a Well, as soon as the incense was done burning, that's when I started to get this like crazy migraine headache and I never get migraine headaches like ever. It's not something that happens to me. So I start doing this reading from the beloved dead Oracle deck and I'm getting messages from my mom. I specifically tell her like, Hey, I'm going to use this Oracle deck to communicate with you. Do you want to come through and tell me some things? And she came through the cards and told me some things and I set those cards up on the altar and after I did that, it was, it felt like I had cried for days. Like, you know, when you cry for so much, like I felt like I had cried whenever we had just put our dog down back in November. And it was just this like behind the eyes pain that I just could not get rid of. And the sound made it worse and the light made it worse. It probably didn't help that I only had like three hours of sleep going into that day. All that to say, Make sure you're being careful whenever you are communicating with the unseen because you never know what's going to come in and just like latch onto you because that's what it really felt like. Is it something just like, oh gosh, I took this Ojai CBD that I love to take, Ojai Energetics, and it didn't do anything. I, you know, so it was just incapacitated. Like I was just had to rest for the rest of the day and I had a lot of dreams and you know, maybe that's just what my body really wanted to do was just rest. So that's what it made me do. But let's do this quick reading. And then you can get into this episode with Allie. You're going to absolutely love it this part too. So let's just jump in. And let's see what the message from my metaphysical cannabis oracle deck is for this episode. All right, so this card that came out is one of the cards from the culture suit. And this is a card that tells you that there is someone here with you from the beyond, particularly and specifically someone who has taken their life by their own hands. And when I said earlier that I didn't want to talk about why I didn't get to keep some of those things, it was because um, I had a family member who has now taken his own life, but he was the person who kind of was in charge of cleaning out the house and he just like threw everything in the trash and it was super traumatic and I never had time to like go through everything and get things back. And this card is specifically like it has my Reiki master on it. And this is a card that I put in the culture suit because it's not something that we really talk about a lot, but there are those spirits of those people that, um, have left us and gone to the non-physical in a way that, you know, may not be exactly as we wanted, but they are still with us. They are okay. And they may be sending you messages. So keep an eye out for that. This card reminds you that it's not all love and light and sunshine and rainbows and cute little baby kittens. The elements are life or real, and they are not one-sided. This card teaches us that when death knocks on our door, we cannot control who stays and who goes. We can live right now and know that nothing lasts forever, so you might as well enjoy it while you can. If you have someone who has transitioned to non-physical, this is a sign that they are with you. And with that, I leave you with 
part two of this episode with Alethea. Now, if you're part of the Supercast fam, you already got the full video of this entire thing. So jump on over there, subscribe for the year and get videos of all of the podcast episodes before they get released here. Thank you all so much for being here and enjoy. It's so important Whoa. for you to, yeah, it is so important for you. <laughs> the way that you to, said that. Like. Yeah, it's just like, they will burn it down, okay? And it doesn't matter what kind of dragon is your guide, no matter how compassionate they are, if you are entapped with your dragon guide and you ask it to help, you ask your guide to help you connect to your true authenticity, they will not let anything get in your way of being your true authentic self, which is getting to the next level, getting to that fifth dimension. And so it's so, so beautiful to get in contact with your guide because not only will you see how old your soul is because that guide has been with you and your ancestors, right? Not only will you see that. Ah, Also, when we get off the phone. (laughs) uh, Yeah. Also, will you tap into a, um, the name that your dragon guide chooses to go by in this life is a code. And this part is really important. So the name that it chooses to, to tell you to call it in this life, it goes by many names. It is not in this physical realm. So there are many names right. you can call it. But that specific name it's going to give you is a code. And that code is meant to call on something very ethereal, like specific in, in, you know, in the ethereal realm that will tap into something inside of your code, inside of your you know, metaphysical code in your body that is going to really unlock what is meant to be unlocked that you came here to forget and need to remember. Right. So this is what the dragon guide is here to do for you. Okay. And of course, like when you tap into your angelic realm, the the angelic realm and the dragon realm are like this. Yeah. And a lot of times, yeah. A lot of times they dance within each other reality as yeah, well, which yeah, is really tell me cool. Archangel Michael ain't got a fucking dragon friend. <laughs> like, for real. He's giving big exactly. dragon Exactly. All of them. All of them <laughs> all are of them, always yeah. dancing with the dragon. And, and you can see this a lot in our art and you know throughout the ages it's incredible for sure yes and yeah and I just I think it's really important so I started this it's really interesting so I started this journey only having read a little bit about dragon guides and it was just like a little bit I just remember hearing it and then doing a dragon guide activation for myself with my friends and that's when my guide started coming to me and he started telling me so many crazy things and one of the biggest things that he told me was dragons have been here from the beginning of time beginning of earth's conception specifically which means if you ever want to tap into the ley lines of this planet and help cleanse it your dragon guides can do that for you so easily and this part is really really like when it really hit me like at at first I was kind of like am I losing my mind all this crazy stuff I'm having all these like crazy like you know of course that's part of like the spiritual journey right and I remember this being such a big part of my spiritual journey because it was hitting me so hard all these meditations all this like I could feel my body like shifting and changing my personality changing during this time when I was connecting with my dragon guide and it gets really wild because he was telling me, like, you're living. And this is when I was still in the Philippines. He was like, you're living where you're supposed to live because it is a um, it is a portal that is a neutral portal 
that has all these like gunky energies living in it have just been living in it and infesting it for a long time and he was like your job right now is to call on to another dragon to go on a journey with me to call on to another dragon and ask him a favor to cleanse this portal and okay, so I, I'm like, am I at this point? I'm like, I think I'm gonna be losing my mind, but I feel like, like I really have to do this, you oh, know? I feel, yeah. You're like, yeah. Okay, well, let's, okay. Let's, yeah. So he right, tells me all the things I need to do. I need to buy this. I need to get this. I need to do all this stuff. Set up the portal, set like area, make it really like what he said, like it has to happen. And tell, and this part is crazy. Tell your housemates to be careful because in the next few days a lot of energy is going to be coming out and you might feel really attacked by whatever is going to come out of this portal. So at this time I'm living with a really great friend. Yeah. I'm yeah. living with a really great friend. I tell her, I'm like, Hey, I know this sounds really crazy, but I'm about to unlock some portals and some stuff is going to happen. I don't know what, I don't do not know how to tell you like what is going to go down, but yeah. I'm letting you know now this could be really, really crazy. And at this point, I'm I still I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, you know, I'm like I'm like, I might be losing my mind. I don't know. And where and there's were a, you in the Philippines? Do you mind me asking where at sure. the Philippines? This is actually like this is the craziest part. I'm like living in like I mean, this is like this is like how do I explain it? Like maybe like like old school, like how they describe Brooklyn back in the day. Like yeah. it's like really like the ghetto in the Philippines. Like the, there's it's it's really a rough area to be living. And we just happened to get this really great place that we thought at the time was great. I mean, it was 2020. So we were like anywhere at this point that's affordable, that we feel safe in. But we didn't feel that safe there. I don't know. We just got really called to this place. Like I just remember ran- it was so random. And then we were out and then like I just remember in a blink of an eye, I was like, oh, I'm living here now. Weird. Like <laughs> that kind of feeling. Yeah. Um, and that's why he was like saying, like, hey, you know, this is part of the work you're supposed to be doing. And he- I remember him telling me after I do this work, I'd be led somewhere else and then I would leave the Philippines. Like, and I remember being really in denial about that. But that's another story. Oh, so my God. You know, <laughs> that's like story. My, my, one of my top three audiences of this podcast is the Philippines. That's so crazy. So like there are people listening that are going to know where you're talking about. Yes. Yes. That this is like, they're going to be like, oh my God, that's (laughs) why I feel this. Like, yes. Okay. Yeah. Like, please. Yes. There's a lot of portals, a lot of portals in the Philippines. Um, and just to make it clear, I was in Mandaloyo, which is in Manila. Um, it's right next to Makati. And um, it's just a really rough neighborhood, specifically where I was living at this time. And again, I have no idea how I ended up there. I was living in, on the other side of the bridge. And yes, it was like a lot cheaper, but like it was just like the weirdest situation, like situationally, like why we decided to live there was just like a really weird thing. Right. Um. Anyway, so then I end up opening up that portal, doing everything that my dragon guy tells me to do. And I just remember on the second day, I'm reminding my housemate, like, hey, just remember, like, this thing is going on. I don't know what could happen. (laughs) And she kind of gives me this, like, really funny face. Like, I don't know. Like, I do kind of feel different. And I was like, okay. And then she was cooking. And I'll never forget this. And she looked at me and just like that. 
And she was like, I just felt something pass through me. Like I felt, and she's a non-believer. Okay. So like, let me just make that clear too. She is not like, she was at that time, not really like us, like really tapped in. Like, yeah, yeah, she was just like kind of there. She's like, okay, girl skeptic. Yeah. She's like, She's like, my housemate's into that stuff, you know, you know, yeah, <laughs> she's like, yeah. know really cutely into that. Yeah. Of course, she was like wanting to do meditation, doing stuff like that, but not de- like not deep, you know. So so she felt something for the first time, like really move through her. And she was like, what was that? Like, and I was like, what? And she was like, I don't know what you're doing with your portal thing, but something is like closing me. <laughs> she's like, I don't know what's going on here. So I did this like whole like auric prayer over her. And then that's when we found her dragon guide, which turns out to be an incredibly old, very, very old school Eastern dragon that was like really protective and was like, don't worry, girl, I've been here this whole time and I've been part of this. And she, you may not have known to call on me, but I've always been here. I've always been protecting you. So no matter what, what passes through you, you're good. And it was just so powerful how, how this was led. And it was almost like he was telling us to go to do this by moving through her because the portal was just so oozing with energy at this point. Okay. So incredible. Like really so incredible. And I'll never forget that because after that, so many things started happening in that neighborhood that I was living in. And I was like, wow. Like it felt like, and this was during the pandemic. Like this was during the pandemic of the pandemic. Yeah. yeah. And it was just like so much stagnant energy turned into life and I'll never forget it because I could see it and it turned in like, there was so much life happening there. And I like had to put like a protection, you know, thing over that portal to like, not necessarily because it's still a neutral portal, but like, just to like, keep it like cleansed. And then just talking to the dragon who I was sent to go see and ask, you know, for this favor and just like asking him like, Hey, please, you know, watch over this if you can, if you have the time, you know, (laughs) like it would be great if you could watch over this portal. It's It's really not, you know, Yeah. And so there was just a whole thing about that. And I'll never forget that because it was just the most impactful moment of me connecting with my dragon guides. And after I did that, it was like this karmic loop had finally like, boom. And I felt it in me. Like there's just so much movement inside of me that was like, okay, now I know I have to, I have so many other things I have to do. And it just felt so in alignment. Everything that my dragon guys were telling me to do, like boom, 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 boom. Like, yeah, just trust it. Just do this next. That just do this next. Flow. Oh, it was so powerful. And it was funny because like that this last year, I kept saying like, hey, where are you? And my guides kept saying, we're coming soon. Like, just wait, wow. trust. Just keep doing what you're supposed to be doing. Trust, trust, trust. Oh. And the start of this year happens. And I'm telling you, my guides are like, this is the year that you're going to be activating people to connect with their dragon guide. This is incredible. (laughs) Yeah. I want, I want to do this. I want to connect with the dragon guide. (laughs) I vaguely remember you telling me that like, maybe he showed up in a dream for you. For sure. For sure. This was during that time. I remember calling you during that time I was living on that portal. Yeah. And you were during that time. The funniest, weirdest thing that happened. And like the way that he spoke to you, you were like, it was like he was a comedian. Like, what, you think I haven't been here the whole time? Like, <laughs> that's, that's so on, on cue for you. Like, I love it. I love it. I yeah. Like, that's, that's the like energy that I, that I feel. Um, 
I do want to say, cause we have about three minutes before it cuts us off. I think that one, you're, you're like, you're fucking onto something and I cannot wait to like <laughs> dive into this deeper with you and like find my dragon guide. And like, cause, cause this Let's is just it. so exciting. I a hundred percent like this show, um, that came on Apple TV. It's, it's, it's Godzilla, but it's a series about Godzilla called Monarch about the government that blah, 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 whatever. And it is such disclosure. Like they're like, Oh, Godzilla. Oh, they're talking to us. All the Titans live in the hollow earth with (laughs) all of these other dimensional creatures that are just completely like, dragons and you know titans oh titans, yeah titans and i was like mm. this is the coolest show that like is just like seeding this great little bit amount of like for the like the majority of people to get that little bit like the dimensional talk is oh yeah there. so if you're in the hollow earth the time on top of the earth is different so if yep. you're down in the hollow earth for like five or five ten minutes it's actually 20 years on the top of the earth so like mm-hmm. just all of this like that that makes me like think of this and this show and just being like I cannot wow. wait I cannot <laughs> wait to like yes. so is this gonna be like, a course that you that people can yeah do weekly and yes absolutely so this next this one that I'm doing this weekend is uh earth fire desire dragon guide activation which just means like we're going to be setting intentions grounding and we're going to be really like activating what it means to connect to your dragon guide um but i'm going to be doing this as a workshop and then also that's for you to do your own activation with me like we're going to do light language we're going to do the whole thing but um i'm also going to be letting people if they want to do one-on-ones we can totally do that because i just feel like some people can definitely activate their dragon guide on their own which is why the workshop is so important but then there are some people i feel like gonna have a harder time with their th- like you know like not completely tapped in yet have a hard time hearing the name specifically which i really want you to know the name of your dragon yeah, love- so important yeah um so yeah that's definitely gonna be um something i'm gonna be doing every month so if anybody wants to be part of the workshop or if anybody wants to set like a one-on-one it's totally available. Um, I'm just really excited to like ta- get into it, you know, like get into everybody tapping into their dragon guide this year. Oh this is God. the year. I feel yeah. it. I feel the, it so hard. When you said the green wood dragon, I was like, that is so spot on for like the theme <laughs> of my wedding. <laughs> green. Oh my God. That's so true. Wood, like just shake into my like before, I love what you said about like the dragon's name is a like an ethereal code for you like oh yeah and wait okay so going back to my notes the only thing we haven't talked about is the dreams we just barely touched on it about dragon that showed up in your dream do they like I, I also remember you saying that you had a dream with me that we were flying on dragons oh yeah so that's how that's I know <laughs> that dream was supposed to help yeah, me exactly. find my dragon guide because it was like. <clears throat> so have you, for someone who is interested but doesn't really know, like, because there's a like a, a the symbology of the dragon has been with us for so long, it's something that goes back just like like you said since the beginning of time, 
And Mm. so many people are so connected to that dragon energy. How does somebody know that like they have a dragon guide or what would you you tell them to look for? Well, first of all, um, it's important to know that your dragon guide that is basically, it's just like your archangel, you know, um, or your angel. It's like, which one is is set up for you in this life and watches over you is there from the day that you're born. Um, similar, your dragon comes to you knowing already so much about the code that's in your system mm. before you even come into this physical realm. And so they watch over you and they help you through so many things as you surrender and allow yourself to come into that yourself now even when you're in a in a body that's going to be going through a lot of trauma in this life your dragon guide will always still be there and a lot of those moments when you're feeling like oh i really need comfort you know like those moments that we're thinking about our archangels and higher dimensional beings that watch over us a lot of times we're also feeling our dragons wrapped around us you know giving us that physical emotional comfort yeah absolutely that makes so much sense so what people say whenever they feel like enveloped by this bright warm feeling like yes Mm. yes absolutely but the thing that I think is really cool is that one of the things I think is really cool is that the dragons that get set up for you for this life right usually they're they're an elemental being and their elemental beings and dragons are obviously very connected since the dragon guy dragons were here the conception the con even just the concept of creating this earth they were here they know about the elementals okay um they get they are here for you to help balance you so that's another thing that's so cool about connecting with your guide so when i first started connecting with my dragon guide i would always see him um and that was an interesting part too because I was very much still very in my masculine at that time and so it was interesting for me to hear him being very masculine um and would tell me you know that dragons are supposed to be the opposing element and like um gender to what you're supposed to be tapping into in the physical so that was always trippy to me because I always thought I was calling him him for a reason (laughs) yes absolutely absolutely and I thought that was like such an eye-opener to me at at, in the fact that for a long time I was working in my masculine and it wasn't until I really connected with my dragon guy that he said your highest dimensional like self you're going to connect with once you tap into your femininity and once you start working from the feminine and not the masculine space that's when you're really going to become you and that's what I'm saying like he burned down all the 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 things that I had been building for myself that were so much in a masculine space were not working for me and he he burned all of that down and showed me like my core as really like this feminine being who came here to be a feminine being but you know it's and we can get into that more about like our souls and like where they're from obviously not I'm not from this planet earth this This is like information from your dragon guide so not only did it help you and did you get this in meditation was this in a dream so both, um, there was a point when, when the first time I ever met my guide, he did not come to me as a dragon because dragon guides can feel very overwhelming when yeah, you first obviously that. get into that. Yeah. So he wanted to come to me 
and I had already did a dragon guide meditation. I had, I had kept calling to this guide, but I wasn't seeing anything. And then one day I had this dream where Dobie, the house elf came to me and he was like dressed in this house elf. Like, I mean, he really looked like Dobie, you know? And I was like, Oh my God, you're so cute. Like, love you. It's like this character from my childhood. Right. <laughs> yes. Like, oh, Dobie. So cute. Yeah. I was like, Oh my gosh, I know you. And then he was like, Oh, actually I'm just dressed as Dobie the house elf. Cause it's the easiest way for me to introduce myself to you and feel safe. Oh. Um, and for you to feel safe. And, and he took me to this, like, what he called at the time his resort, which was really like literally another dimensional place, space. And I remember this so clearly because I was looking over this like sunrise and there's like all these moons and it was completely like I was in this water that was purple and there was all these mm -hmm. other beings there that were different dimensional beings and they were all talking to me about, oh yeah, you're so-and-so who's brought you here, super great been with me through many lives like don't worry you, you should feel safe with him even the way he looks like can be kind of scary but don't worry like telling me all this stuff I remember it so clearly like it was like an actual memory in my mind because I was literally being brought somewhere else whoa. and um oh, yeah whoa <laughs> yeah and it was like a resort like he was really like setting it up to make me feel comfortable okay <laughs> like it was really like here's we, here we are in literally a resort and it, this is the feeling that you're looking for. Here's the vibe. And I'm just giving you all the stuff so you can feel safe. And then he was like, now do the meditation again with a dragon guide meditation again after this. And so that was, that happened to me in a dream. And then immediately the next day I was like, we're doing dragon guide. Meditation. We're doing this. Yeah. And that's when I did this, med this activation. And it was really funny because, um, I, and I'm going to go through this in the workshop, like how to do it, but Mainly what, what I ended up figuring out through that specific guided activation was exactly what we have to do to connect to our guides. And he explained it to me as we're going through it. And it's all about like feeling really anchored into a specific place. And what's really cool is like when you connect and activate your dragon guide, you're also opening a portal that the guide will always protect that allows you now to tap into any of your guides easily because you're going back to that specific anchoring point every single time. All right. I hope you all loved this part too. And I hope you have subscribed and you are eager to hear part three. Thank you all so much for listening. This has been such a fun time recording with Alethea. As you read in the show notes from the previous episode, she is one of my childhood best friends. And we have come so far, learned so much together, and we're just so excited to keep diving into this esoteric metaphysical realm with you all. So thank you so much for being here. Be sure to check out Aletheia at Venus Veritas and also at Human Spirit Project. Be sure you're following Metaphysical AF on Instagram and TikTok Metaphysical AF Official. Please make sure you subscribe to the podcast. If you are a super fan, jump into the supercast, which will be in the show notes. Thank you all so much for supporting the podcast these seven years, and I cannot wait to see where we go from here. I can't stop saying thank you, but that's just what it's going to be. Thank you so much. Continue to be metaphysical AF. Make sure you pre-order my book that comes out in May. 
and send love to someone today who you know just needs to hear it. Share this episode with a friend right now in a text so that they can get their dragon guide as well. And remember, you're important, your light is needed, and your uniqueness could be the thing that saves somebody's life today. So if you feel like smiling, share a smile. And if you don't feel like smiling, tell that man who told you to smile to fuck off. Have a great day. You've just listened to an episode of Metaphysical AF, the podcast with Maggie Wilson. If you're interested in advertising or sponsoring the podcast, please email metaphysicalaf at gmail.com. If you'd like to share your psychic stories or your mediumship stories or even your paranormal stories, feel free to email them over at metaphysicalaf at gmail.com and they might get shared on the next episode.